0: Hey, Hawkeye fans, welcome back. Well, obviously, we are not in football season anymore, but this gives us a really cool opportunity to shine some light on some different athletes from some different Hawkeye sports. We're super excited to do that today. We've got an incredible interview with Ben Keeter. We hope you love it. Welcome back to Talking Hawks, the offseason presented by Estella's. Well, Matt, I am so excited that Estella's is our presenting sponsor of the off-season.
1: Yeah, they always bring delicious food. It's unbelievable. And we go there often enough, but the fact that they give us fresh food like this every time is incredible.
0: It is the best, fresh, build-your-own-burrito, burrito burrito bowl, whatever you want. It is the best in the Iowa City, Coralville area. Do you have a go-to? A go-to? Yeah. You don't want to know my order. I get so much stuff in it. (laughs) I do. I do. I'm not like you, because what do you get? I get the
1: buff. Chill out. I get the buff. It's the pancake one. It's the breakfast one. It's unbelievable.
0: I do build your own. Ready? Grilled chicken. No rice. Black beans. Corn salsa. Mild salsa. I also like their green salsa as well. Salsa Verde. I think that's what it's called. Sour cream. Guacamole. Queso. And shredded cheese.
1: Yeah, that's a burrito.
0: You fill it up. It's so good. Estella's. The best.
1: Yeah, really excited uh, that they were able to pair with us.
0: So if you are looking for locally owned, fresh food made with love, check out Estella's today. Hi, Matt. What's up? How are you?
1: God is good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Wearing so like my purple today. Yeah. You like this?
1: The off season. I know. Can't wear that in season Northwestern. Okay. <laughs> Bad dad jokes. <laughs> I'm full of them.
0: Actually terrible. We're recording this on, what's today? Wednesday. And actually, the uh, the women play Northwestern, I think, today.
1: Are you so kidding me? I can't
0: believe I did this. Jeez. <laughs> Let me just... <laughs> um, yeah, so we can talk about any sport we want, Matt. We can do whatever we want. We don't have to talk about football.
1: I mean, we will. With Ben Keeter, we will. And obviously, <laughs> some major noi- uh, noise, I guess, some major news came out. So we should probably talk about that at least to a little bit.
0: Well, some major news came out, but hasn't been officially released by the university. I would like to say really? that first. Okay. To my knowledge. They're so just sources. It's just been um, Iowa football is expected to hire Tim Lester.
2: Okay.
0: So that's all I know about that. But I do know the job posting is taken down for the OC. And then the job posting for the assistant coach, which would presumably be the wide receivers coach, is still
1: out there. You gotcha. should apply. Uh. I don't know about that. Do it. You're really going to put me on here like that? (laughs) Why wouldn't you? It's just a lot of time. It's a lot of time.
0: Consider this uh, an informal resume being handed to the Iowa football staff.
1: And what is my resume, Laura?
0: (laughs) Played football. Played.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) Hiram. (laughs) Played. No, me.
0: It's it's Laura Vandenberg is applying. Watch football.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've seen football once or twice.
0: Yeah. I don't think that's um, how that exactly works, but...
1: I don't know. And this is my electronic resume played.
0: <laughs> that actually kind of is. It is like an electronic resume. They could watch you break down stuff and be like, actually, he knows a lot. See?
1: Balls in their court, I guess.
0: <laughs> it's football. Balls on their field.
1: <laughs> balls on their field? <laughs>
0: yeah. You said balls in their court. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: um, anyway, so we're going to talk about football, but I do want to mention Iowa women... Ba- excuse me, Iowa women's basketball is rolling. I think they've got – they have three losses now because they lost to Ohio State. They've lost to Ohio State.
1: And Kansas State. Kansas State. Is that it? Uh, They lost a close one. Actually, I think Ohio State was the last loss.
0: Okay. They either have two or three losses, but I'm going to go with two just because. I believe it's two. um, Obviously, they're rolling. They have the best chemistry. It's just so fun to watch. And it just seems like – obviously – Caitlin doesn't typically have an off game, <laughs> but if she's having an off few minutes, somebody on the team finds a way to yeah, Sydney Afolter uh,
1: played really well last time.
0: It's fun to watch her shoot three for sure. Um, Gabby, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then um
1: Kate Martin. Kate
0: Martin, Sharon's gotten some time. <laughs> Just seems like they've got a really good system going over there. So I'm excited to see
1: where that heads. It's kind of interesting. Uh I forget who we were watching. You and I were watching about – I think we were watching a basketball game in person. And you were like, I just feel like you're always open. After watching Caitlin Clark, it's like, oh, you've got a foot and you're open. Just shoot it.
0: No, literally. It was your niece's game. We were watching a freshman – actually, it might have been JV. It was either freshman or JV high school girls game. And every time that a girl had the ball that was like beyond the arc and had like a good like foot or two distance from her and the the defender, I was like, shoot it. (laughs) Like, typically people don't do that killing clark like, effect i know it's like i just feel like anybody could make it at any point because of her because anytime she's got the ball I'm like guys oh, she could probably shoot it like this girl's draped all over her shoulder she could probably shoot <laughs> just, it
1: buzzer going off that's all right just launch it huck it
0: and so it's hard for me to not expect that from other people <laughs> like jv Tough. girls basketball um i wonder if other people have that that thought when they're watching i can other only games. imagine that's so interesting um and then we've got the men unfortunately just had the loss to indiana last night but a big win over michigan at michigan just a few days ago so that was a really good win for them and, and it,
1: with a young team like that you're gonna have some ups and downs just kind of the way it's gonna go
0: 100 percent. but i do think that they have a lot of good um what's the word i'm looking for uh i think they have a lot of good nobody tell her <laughs> don't do nobody you know what i'm her? trying to say i don't
1: know but i'm not gonna tell you anyway
0: they have the opportunity to be good in the
1: future. Oh, okay. What's the word?
0: Doesn't matter. Um, you know, do I think?
1: Yeah. You got uh, some... spoiler alert, we do have Owen Freeman coming on the podcast. So be yes. on the lookout when that one drops in March. But at the same thing, like very young, Brock very young. Uh, and you contrast that with like Tony Perkins, who's played with Keegan and you know, Ke uh Keegan and Chris. Oh, Chris Murray. That's are we bad. okay? <laughs> Both of us are a little bit off. Uh, <laughs> yes. Play with the Murray brothers. So like he's seen what top tier talent is like and how can he pull those young guys up to meet that kind of, I don't want to call it the standard, but to kind of meet that kind of playing uh, on a consistent basis. So it's kind of cool to see that. And it's just going to take time. Just mm-hmm. All of it does.
0: Yeah. But they, I mean, they're fun to watch. I think it's cool. And then wrestling, obviously rolling as well, but we've got Penn State coming in. I want to see, I think. Did it you might see the be- video
1: of AJ Ferrari deadlifting in the Iowa weight no? Yeah. What was he doing? He was deadlifting.
0: Oh, well, I know. Like a lot? Yeah, there's, a, there's quite a bit well, of a lot. Well, that's kind of like his
1: thing to be like, oh. That's like his MO.
0: Whatever deadlift. It's like 7,000 pound deadlift or whatever. I don't know what it is.
1: It's not that. Um, well, I know,
0: but like that's his thing is to say those things.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a lot of weight. He repped it out. Um, but I don't know if he's like with the t- I don't. I don't understand that whole dynamic yet.
0: Me either. Let's see. We have. What
1: weight would he wrestle?
0: I think 97. Give me one moment here as I look on my phone. This is the off season. We're a bit unhinged. I'm on my You're phone. just unhinged. Okay. February 9th. That's what I was looking for. 8 p.m. It's going to be late start time for you. Sorry. And me. That's my bedtime. Wrestling. Men's wrestling. Penn State mm. comes to town. That'll be a true test. It's just been a really interesting season because I don't think a lot of people had that many expectations just with how many guys we had out with the whole gambling, gambling probe situation. Um Which that's
1: a conversation in and of itself at this point.
0: But I don't know if – yeah, people had that many expectations. So it's kind of cool to see them still like, you know, next guy in, next man in mentality. And it's it's fun to watch Tom talk about it too because he's very aware. Like he's not the guy that's like, you know, going to like – Try to make it sunshines and rainbows all the time of like, no, oh, I think we're doing great. Like, he's going to give it to you straight, you know? So that's been really fun to watch where he's like, we got a lot of work to do. It's tough work. You got to get tough. That was like the most recent thing <laughs> was like he did this whole monologue. Um, I think it was after they were at Northwestern. And uh, Ben Keeter actually had the like 45, 42nd fault um, mm. mm-hmm, to cap it all off. But anyway, uh, yeah, his, after, his, after that, the, the post-duel. Interview, he was like just giving his little monologue on you gotta get tough, you gotta get tough.
1: If he started like his own like YouTube videos of just him doing a camera like in his office and him just talking for a minute, I'd probably subscribe to that
0: 100%. And like do it live though. We used to do this thing, um, move of the week. Now, do you remember this? Oh, when? yeah, yeah, like <laughs> right when you first started, <laughs> and it was live. And we, my boss and I were just talking about this. We would just walk in with a phone on Facebook live, like. There's no going back. It's live. And it would be like, um, oh, what was his name? Because Jeremiah Moody would do it a lot. Um, Or like Max Mirren did it a few times. Like what all of their characters, you know, would do like the move of the week. So Definitely like, our characters. Like teaching wrestling fans and like young kids like a different move every week and explaining it. And then it was just off the rails from there. Like you never knew what was going to happen. And sometimes Tom would just like run in and like do something <laughs> or just like tackle someone. And I would just be standing there with the mic like. Okay, <laughs> This is where we are with this. Like, yeah, it was always an experience. Well, there's a reason that
1: he's your favorite interview <clears throat> in Kinnick.
0: You don't know what's going to happen. Usually it's not an interview. He just takes the mic. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true, too. But
0: we have those little inner ear things that you like, you know, you put in because it's really echoey down in the field. It can be echoey up in the stands, too, but
1: because it's, really? it's a delay from the time you talk to the time it comes out of the speakers.
0: Extremely, like <clears> a whole second. And so if you don't have them in, it's extremely difficult to be like focus on what you're saying because you can barely hear yourself because the fans and the echo and all the things. So anyway, we have these little inner ear things. Well, his cauliflower ear is so bad that they don't fit. And so he's like, can you help me with these? And I'm like trying to I'm like, I don't know if you can wear these. I don't need them. I don't need them. So that was like the first time he came out. And then ever since, I'll be like, do you want these? Like, nope, don't want them. don't want them. He doesn't care. Doesn't
1: bother him. That's the way it should be.
0: No, he went out there and was like, anytime, <laughs> anybody, anywhere. I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah. me too, but like not at all. Anyway, now we're off on a tangent, off the rails. So yeah, women's wrestling is done in Carver. We had their final, it was a three team. They call it the Iowa Duels. Yeah. Okay. And we had Life University and Missouri Valley one. Obviously, we won. And then they'll go on to other things outside of Iowa.
1: I well, I feel like it's a challenge. Like, it's it's very cool to be in the position that they are, that yeah. they started it. But the con to that is nobody else has done it yet.
0: You mean a, a, for the first Power Five? Correct. Yeah. So it's like
1: how much competition is there, con, you know, consistent talent mm-hmm. and consistent duels and consistent meets. It just sounds like it's a lot of very jumbled right now, which you expect at the beginning of anything. So I'll be kind of curious to see how much on the back end other universities are to try and match.
0: Yeah. I mean, there is still good talent. You still have, like, um, close matches. You get the ones that are, like... Real quick. Done, done, done.
1: But right it's, not like, it, it's not like it's not like every Friday, like with wrestling. Oh, like sure. You feel like you're going to get good matchups every single Friday. Yeah, 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 And every single weight class, you feel like it could go either way, even if it's like a 17 versus an unranked or mm-hmm. three versus a 12. Like, you just don't know.
0: Yeah. With women's
1: wrestling, I feel like once they get more people into the talent pool, it's going to become a lot closer.
0: And it's like way more popular now at like the younger ages. Mm-hmm. You talk to, um, I've just talked to a lot of like wrestler guys. I'm like, Do you know, have your daughter wrestling? I'm like, yeah course okay
1: i kind of cool. like it in a sense of like uh self-defense
0: self-defense 100 percent. yeah i was gonna do jujitsu ju- ju- hello
1: yeah i actually asked <laughs> you to do it a little bit because i did <laughs> taekwondo for a while and i was like you'd be good you need to get into some jujitsu and then you never went
0: no i was too scared Can you imagine me walking out with the black eye one time i would never go back all
1: you'd have to do is do the makeup on the other eye right to match it
0: i would never go back this is the moneymaker matt
1: Definitely not your content, strictly just your looks.
0: <laughs> just want to play into a stereotype, okay? Let it happen. Um, okay. So there's all of that. You know what I was thinking about the other day just to like make this rant go a little bit longer? I can't wait. Total tangent. Um, this guy on Instagram, it's like the guy Mark or something like that. It, like, that's his name something like that not
1: the podcast the guy.
0: podcast guy and i was just thinking about how so anybody can get on anywhere and just like <laughs> spew random crap and if it's if you deliver it in a certain way you're kind of like is, is that, that true because true? i know that this guy is like doing a shtick like he's doing a little you know whatever and i still am like i wonder if he's telling the truth because he'll be like he's the pottery
1: like, one was like that one that. cracked me up
0: i don't know the pottery one i can't remember
1: the pottery one you, do you want me to say it?
0: I don't know. I was just, okay, sure. What is
1: it? He was like, so he, he makes fun of everybody with podcasts. Like, yeah. This is every guy who has one. And he goes, all right, so if you look at ancient civilizations, and <laughs> John's already leaving because I've been talking about this all morning.
0: No, he calls him Chris.
1: Oh, sorry. Chris is already leaving. He, we've been talking about this all morning. <laughs> uh, ancient civilizations are known by their pottery. And here's, here's the thing, though. Pottery is done on a spin wheel that's electric. So that means pottery could have only been done for the last 200 years. So they're like, oh, these ancient potteries back in 16, whatever, can't have it. What are they hiding? What are they doing?
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, that's what he does though. (laughs) But he like starts everyone off like this. He'd be like, if you're watching, you can see all of what I'm doing. He's like, looks at the mic. Like, you know how the guy's always like, look at the mic to check if it's still there. He'd be like, can I blow your mind real quick?
1: That's what he says. Yeah. He'd be
0: like, Okay. So the Statue of Liberty, there's only one. How is there only one? When you think about how things are made, and he like goes into this whole thing that's absolute crap. Like it, it makes no sense at all whatsoever, but the way he delivers it. And then at the end, he goes, so what do you think? And like puts you into this, like leads you into having your own answer about it that he like led you to. That's just the worst answer. <laughs> anyway, point is, we could say anything we want, and people would believe it if we just delivered it correctly.
1: I like just, you know, worrying about the truth.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying it's so funny. I feel
1: like you're now putting it in the minds of all of our listeners and followers. People that watch are like, are they saying anything right?
0: (sighs) Okay. Anyway, I just had to bring that up. Just another little random. Just trying to fill time here. Okay, Matt.
1: You don't have to. We can (laughs) talk about the OC. (laughs) Potential. You know, the thing that we were actually going to talk about.
0: (laughs) No, I forgot that we were doing that. Okay. Tell me about him. Tim Lester. So this is the one that is, um, I was expected to hire.
1: Uh, so he did play quarterback, uh, which I think was a lot of people's, um, negative thoughts about Brian is that he didn't play the position. Like that was the thing that a lot of people said. Um, so he did play the position, He played quarterback at Western Michigan was an all Mac, uh, which is their conference, mid American conference. um, all MAC uh, player. He had more passing yards in his college career than Chuck Long, who I believe has the most in Iowa history. So he could sling the rock a little bit, a little bit off, a little bit different offense at the time. But either way, that's something that I think is necessary to know. Um, and then he coached a couple different places. One coach of the year at Division two schools. I think a Division three school. One coach of the year. So those are good things. Um, means he understands how to create a culture. At least that people buy into. It would appear. Um, from there, he became the head coach of Western Michigan after P.J. Fleck left, uh, so he got there, and the kind of offense he ran is a little bit different than what Iowa runs. It's like a pistol RPO kind of thing. Now, RPO is a run-pass option. We've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but not a ton. Uh, if you want to go back into more of like an RPO thing, you can check out the the one— I think it was the preview of Minnesota or the recap of Minnesota where I talk about what they do. I think it was the preview. Um, So the preview of Minnesota where I talk about how they read a certain guy and then he might pull it and throw the slant behind him or he might just hand it off depending upon what he reads. So they do that a lot at Western Michigan. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to bring it here. but um, I have a question on
0: that. Yeah, Do you feel like that would be a good thing to have um, a guy like Cade McNamara do because he's probably got a really good ability to read a defense? With his experience? Like it would do best for an experienced quarterback?
1: Yes. I think that somebody who can see the full field or understand exactly what the read is and has good ball placement. Okay. Because normally you're throwing to a spot that's going to be in between two guys. So you got to hit the window, which I mean, quarterback play, you have to be able to hit windows anyway. But um, I think it would benefit that. I personally am not a fan of post-snap RPOs. I like pre-snap RPOs what I mean by that is a lot of what Minnesota does is a snap and now I'm reading the guy. So I don't know what I'm doing until I see what he does. And then once he reacts, then I react Hmm. versus pre-snap where I go out there and go, he's not where I want him to be. So I'm just going to hand it off versus, oh, he's a little closer to the box. I'm going to throw right behind him. And I know before I get the ball, what I'm going to do. The reason I like that more is because you've got a full like trust and confidence is like no matter what, I'm going to throw this ball. Now there's cons to that too of like, okay, now what if he lines up one way and then he backs up and now he's in the spot that I can't throw it and I already decided that I'm going to throw it. Sometimes it can lead you into a bad play. I mean, it, it's a little – with with any good thing, you're going to have a little bit of bad. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. But um, I think it would be beneficial for something like Cade and especially with our you know running back room, being able to get them the ball. I'm interested to see who comes in. Uh, I don't think our receivers coach has been named. Uh, at the time of recording. So it'll be interesting to see if they bring in for that. Um, obviously, we just talked about my electronic resume, but... Uh, we'll you're, you're
0: still doing it. You're still giving your resume. I just said it. Keep going.
1: Um, so I'll be interested to see who they bring in because you do have to have a smart receiver too of like understanding, okay, the ball is going to be here. You know, you need, you need to make sure you get there in an X amount of time or whatever. But I think it'll be a blend of what the pro style is and what he did at Western Michigan, because then you fast forward and his previous spot was as an analyst for the Packers. Mm. Well, because he played college football with Matt LaFleur, who was the head coach. And you could argue that Matt LaFleur is one of the better offensive minded coaches in all of football.
0: Also the better looking coaches in all of football. You could argue that.
1: One <laughs> not in this room could argue that. Um, John. <laughs>
0: I got him so good. Our producer's dying. I got him so good. Golly.
1: (laughs) Um, Anyway, so he spent time with him. And not only that, but he was with the Packers with Jordan Love, first year starting. Uh And they still, they don't run a ton of like RPO type stuff, but they have it in their ability to do so. They ran some with Aaron Rodgers when he was there. Um, Lester wasn't there with Aaron Rodgers, but he was there with Jordan Love. And they had a lot of, quote, unexperienced, young, don't know what they're doing receivers.
0: I would like to reemphasize that that was in quotes. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that was, yeah, that was all in quotes. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was all in quotes. Sorry for those of you listening. And so it's like Romeo Dobbs. He had a year or two with Aaron Rodgers before he really uh, burst on the scene. Christian Watson had a year with Aaron Rodgers, but he was hurt a good amount. Jordan Reed is a rookie receiver. Um, like I said, Jordan Love, first year starting. So a lot of these new pieces were there, and they still were able to perform at a very high level. Jordan Love. Down the stretch, I think, had twenty two touchdowns to one interception the last like eight or nine games. So it was like he's been a part of a successful turnaround or maybe not even turnaround, but he's been a part of a successful program not that long ago. So can he bring that to Iowa City if he does eventually end up being named? I think that's what's going to be cool. Like how can he blend it in? I know there's been a lot of like negativity uh, around this hire, but like he hasn't done anything in Iowa yet. I don't understand why. Fans get so high or so low before somebody's shown what they're going to do. Yeah, Especially when it comes to recruits. Like, why did we sign this guy? You don't know. (laughs) Wait till he gets on the field. We'll find out then if he was good or bad. But given what happened last year, uh, in terms of the offensive rankings, we know we're not as high as we would like them to be. As long as it's a little bit of an improvement, that's really all we're looking for. You don't have to go from 132 to 1. Go from 132 to 121 to 1... 07 to 96 to whatever. That's improvement. That's really all you need, especially with a top tier defense.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We got a lot of guys coming back on offense, too.
1: So, I say it'll help fun. to have a, a potentially future all pro tight end with Luke Lachey coming back. Um, obviously, Kate McNamara, we got to see glimpses, but not truly what he's like <clears throat> when he's healthy. So, what does that look like? Offensive of line has some pieces. Running back room is stable. Like what helps the pass game is having an effective run game, but you can't be overly one way or the other, in my opinion. You've got to be relatively balanced and give the illusion that you can do both. Mm-hmm. If you give the illusion you can do both, then that stable of running backs becomes that much harder to defend because now they have to worry about you actually throwing the ball. So I think that's going to be some interesting things. And to further this point just a little bit more, so Davis and I played for Davis and then I played for Brian, systems were similar in that they looked similar. Like you have three by one, you have two by two, you had a fullback, you had a tight end, but they were called completely differently and they were understood completely differently. So to say that it's Coach Ferrance's offense and they're not going to budge, like Davis had completely different words in the way that he wanted things done than Brian. And so there's no reason to say that Tim's not going to have his own thing when he gets there. So I think it's, it's one of those things that we just won't know until we see it. And I wouldn't expect something to be drastically different year one. He's implementing a system. He's coming in before spring ball, which is good so we can start that process, but it's going to take a little bit. Okay. Basically, give him some grace and then we'll figure it out.
0: I feel like that's usually your MO. Yeah. Things like that. Um, speaking of people coming on campus, Caden Proctor. Yeah. You mentioned a couple new faces, transferred from Alabama back to Iowa. That's interesting. Yeah. Exciting. Well,
1: he was a freshman all Freshman all SEC mm-hmm. um, as a lineman down there. I mean, we'll see. Um, obviously, he still has to uh, learn the Iowa way. But we'll again, we'll see what happens. It, one of the highly touted recruits. It's like I think Xavier was a really high touted recruit, but he didn't play his first year, yeah. right? He had to learn the system, which Quinn Schulte talked about how uh, complex it can get. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, okay, Caden, maybe he's not the starter come spring practice because he's got to learn a few things, and then spring camp or then fall camp he's ready to go because he's had a summer of learning it. Now he may just step in and be the starter right away. That's absolutely a possibility. But I think that we need we just need to learn to give a little more grace of like Mm -hmm. in this world of instant gratification, sometimes it just takes a little bit, especially when it comes to the Iowa developmental way.
0: You are turning into a regular Dan Gable. You gotta. You've got a, a lesson in every talking point that you've got. Oofta <laughs> Maybe that's just a dad thing. I don't know.
1: Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you do have two kids. Huh?
0: Um, but Caden and Xavier actually had the same, I think the same trainer when they were in high school hmm. from the same area. I don't know if they're from the same high school. They are from the same high school? Okay, yeah. Southeast Polk. Yeah, that's right. So I would assume he probably had a good hand in Getting him here, getting him acclimated.
1: I was going to say, and hopefully that's a, that's a good thing and they continue to move forward.
0: Yes. Very exciting. Well, shall we get to our interview? Let's get it. You had a new haircut. I just want to mention that for the people watching. It looks very nice on you.
1: But at the time of the interview, I didn't have this haircut. So thanks for bringing it to everybody's attention so I can see how good my hair looks now. And the fact that I'm wearing a hat let me get to the interview because <laughs>
0: it didn't look as good didn't look near as now good. it looks very nice thanks <laughs> okay we are gonna have into...
1: a <laughs>
0: it actually but... is kind of like Matt <laughs> don't haircut, do that. a little don't bit he just does a little do more that. of a compliment. don't do
1: that end it end the segment
0: <laughs> i did that on purpose <laughs> <laughs> i told your barber give him the mouth no
1: no you didn't <laughs> go wrap it up here's okay. our interview with ben keeter we're gonna
0: get into our interview now with ben keeter we'll be right back Did you know that Iowa City Tire does more than tires?
1: I mean, yeah, they've been servicing vehicles in the corridor for like 40 years.
0: Okay, but did you know that before someone had to tell you?
1: Mm, No. (laughs) No, I didn't.
0: Well, check out how they're doing things in a very different way at Iowa City Tire and Service.
1: Where service actually comes first, call 319-338-5401. Need a new roof, gutter, or siding in eastern Iowa? Call JB Roofing, a local and reliable roofer with over 20 years of experience. They do one roof at a time, unlike others who juggle multiple projects and cut corners. They also serve a 45-mile radius around Kelowna and can help you with any insurance claims. Don't wait. Call 319-656-ROOF or visit their website, jbroofingkelowna.com, for a free estimate. JB Roofing, the small-town roofer you can trust.
0: All right, Hawkeye fans, we are so excited for this next guest of our off-season guest list, and today we have Ben Keeter, a two-sport athlete. Ben, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing I'm good. Good.
0: An Iowa City native.
2: Yep. We love born to see and raised. It.
0: Born and raised. Okay, so tell me a little about yourself. So from Iowa City, um, what was your childhood like?
2: Yeah, so I grew up in Iowa City, went to uh, City High, mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, played every sport you can imagine, and just did that all the way through, and yeah. Do you about have siblings? Like, Sorry. No, you're good. What yeah, about, like, yeah. I um, have two uh, younger brothers. One's a senior right now. He mm-hmm. might go play a uh, ball at uh, Iowa Western or Iowa Central. And then I have a younger brother who's seventh grade. Seventh little, wrestler, grade. Yeah.
0: A little wrestler. Yeah. Little uh-huh. wrestler. Okay. So following in your footsteps in that. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's getting there.
0: Nice. Okay. Um, So tell me about just like being a kid. Were you in a lot of like youth sports or was most of your time spent like outside with your brothers, parents, that kind of thing?
2: Yeah, it was a little bit of both, I would say. I was just such like a competitive kid growing up. So like I played soccer, I played baseball, like everything, just everything imaginable. And then, uh, yeah, a lot of time spent out with my uh, brothers outside and stuff because we kind of lived in the country. So Mm -hmm. just doing that. But I was a very active kid. So like on the edge of town. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, yeah. And I was very active. I don't know. Me and my brother, yeah, we are just active. It was fun.
0: So when you're younger and you're like in soccer, yeah. it's like that bee swarm, you know, yeah. where you like follow yeah. the ball like that. Did that just make you so mad? Were you like, oh, this yeah. Is dumb? I
2: hate, yeah, I hated it. I mean, I was just so competitive, though. I loved it, though. So but yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I'm assuming like t-ball, baseball, yep. that kind of thing, yep, too. all that stuff. Yeah. Very it's good.
2: funny because my parents, they actually played basketball. And then Ooh. like, yeah, I started wrestling in third when I was three huh yeah okay. me and my little brother we just kind of wrestle in the living room and then like i don't know they just finally like sent us to a club <laughs> and it just kind of picked up after that so, so basically so, you just started tackling your brother and like yeah right, let's get him like into we organized. Fight, <laughs> fighting in the living room so I <laughs> were like all right we got to do something about this so and yeah and then we just started i started then and been doing it ever since
0: fighting in the living room doesn't really translate to basketball.
2: Yeah, as no. Much. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because they, they're like super into it now, like my parents, and like they just have, were never around it, like all basketball, track, baseball, like never around wrestling really. Did you so, do any other like MMA type stuff? No. No, just wrestling. I would definitely like think about it though in the future, like doing UFC if Ooh. football doesn't work out. So, okay. Yeah. So like, but no jujitsu, no judo. No, I like mean, that. I have no problem with it. I think it's all great, but I definitely, yeah, no. Just wrestling. Yeah, interesting. Dang.
0: So you said your parents played basketball. Like yeah. At the collegiate level, high school? Yeah. Or that? I,
2: can, I think my mom went to like Kirkwood, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember my dad. When, I want to say he was on the practice squad here for a year at Iowa. Okay. And then I don't know what he did after that. But yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So then I was reading an article and you were really good friends with Dan Gable's yeah. grandson. Yep, yeah. Gable. Gable Mitchell. Yep. Very uh-huh. good. And he plays baseball at Iowa. Yep. yep. Okay. And you kind of grew up together. Is that right? Yeah. Or- so we uh, we
2: were always on the same uh, club baseball team. Okay. Like, so we, growing up, we'd always just go to like different cities and stuff and be on the same team and go to the hotel and Dan Gable's there. So it's kind of <laughs> cool being around him and stuff. But yeah.
0: At first, was it kind of like, oh my gosh. And then- yeah. It
2: was kind of weird. But like, after you do it for a while, it's just like, you just get used to it and like you're, you're just another person you know what i mean but right yeah. so you're just saying that dan gibble's not special is every no out? obviously like <laughs> <not> <laughs> <scared> <laughs> <well. Right>. but, <laughs> but yeah it's a little different when you see him a lot and yeah, so yeah. but yeah no yeah it's crazy
0: did you guys ever did you get to like train with him or anything like that or what yeah,
2: was yeah. uh so we actually for two years we lived on his uh rental property and oh. it was like his house here and then like our house so there was like countless times where I'd just like go over there and he would put me through a workout and it's horrible.
0: I was going to ask you <laughs> about what that was like. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I'm, I was grateful for it, of course. But it, I think the I think the biggest thing, like why it was great is because it was so uh, like I never knew what to expect when I was going over there. Mm-hmm. Like we could be running hills one day or we could be on the airtime bike or just like mm-hmm. or we were on the mat. Like I just never knew. And a lot of that happens in sports. Like you never know what's going to gonna, gonna sure. happen. Right. So you got to be ready. So, I attribute a lot of, like, my success, I guess, to that, those workouts. He's still get on the mat? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, he gets his wrists all taped up and stuff, gets his elbow taped up and goes at it.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. I had no idea.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think back to,
1: like, three-year-old, like, Ben Keeter signed up for wrestling, and then later on, it's like, by the way, you're going to be wrestling
2: Dan Gable yeah. <laughs> in his, like his house. Well, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like, there'd be days where I'm, like, on the airdy bike or, like, I'm running or, like, I'm on the mat in his basement, I'm like, I'm in Dan Gable's basement. It's like, yeah. kind of crazy. <laughs> like, there's probably millions of kids that wish they could be doing that right now, and I get to. So, definitely grateful for that.
0: What do you think is one of the – I'm sure there's a million different kind of, like, life lessons i know he's really big on that and has a million of those like great ones that he can kind of take you through but what's some of the best maybe advice or lessons that you learned from him when you were over there
2: yeah i mean just like i was saying earlier to be honest like going over there and not being able to like expect what the workout is like because like if you know like what the workout is you can kind of gear up for it and like kind of prepare yourself for it but like if you have no idea what it is it like makes it like 10 times harder because you just don't know if I'm gonna be done in five minutes or if I'm gonna be done in an hour or two hours. You know what I mean? So I'd definitely say like just the fact that I never knew what was what was coming. And yeah.
1: Well, I feel there was um I'm blanking on his name. I don't think it was Mark Ironside when we were at uh yes. it, at um Fridays. Yeah. Is that right? Okay, so I was talking to him yeah. and and he wrestled for Gable mm-hmm. and I was like you know, I forget what his speech was because he went out there and he talked, but we were talking beforehand because I got to play for Coach Ference. Yeah. Like you've, you've got the opportunity
2: to play for Coach Ference, the brands and wrestle for Dan Gable. Like yeah. that, that's
1: a pretty wild coaching know, list. Yeah,
2: it's crazy. But Plus Coach Wallace too. Like it's insane. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, just the, the coaches <laughs> right there. That's like, that's crazy.
1: So when I was talking to, to Mark, he was saying how like Gable knew that line between friend and coach yeah that like you wanted to tell him about your newest girlfriend but you also wanted to go wrestle as hard as you could for yeah. him he's like it was it was that balance like mm-hmm. did you notice that when you were wrestling yeah with him definitely for a years? I think
2: one thing I noticed is like because I'd always work out with other people is like he'd know how to coach each person like differently I would say and obviously he was really good at that I mean he was one of the best coaches ever so I think that's something he was really good at but yeah
1: and that can be misinterpreted. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, but I remember early on when I was at Iowa, like my receivers coach would coach guys differently. Uh-huh. And at the yeah. time, I thought he was picking favorites. Right. Like initially, it's like, well, why is he talking to him a certain way or him a certain way? And like now that I'm older, it's yeah. like, oh, well, that's how you get the best out of that kid. Right. Is you got to respond this way when he's yeah. Talking. And like every
2: kid's different. And yes. If a coach can find that out. It's I mean, a lot of good
1: can happen. Well, and obviously, people with. And even in your experience, it seems like they make connections with the great coaches and being
2: one of them. For sure. Yeah. Very good. So
0: um, let's see. So high school, pretty incredible high school career. Yeah. (laughs) uh, uh, yeah,
2: I did a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Accomplished a lot.
0: Absolutely. So baseball. I want to start there. Yeah. Because I don't think people probably don't see you as a baseball Mm -hmm. player, Mm -hmm. but you had a pretty good batting average.
2: Yeah. I think my senior year was like 350 or something like that. Or no, it would have been in my junior year because I had summer workouts for football my senior year. Crazy. But I missed a couple of competition or not competitions, games because uh, that that summer I made it to the Pan Am Games. Mm. And so i had to go go to mexico city had to go to mexico city. yeah well, i got to <laughs> sorry I, <laughs> had got to, to, yeah. <laughs> I had to miss this because i got to yeah. go to central america well <laughs> yeah so i got i got to do that and then i uh, actually got to go out and train at the olympic training center for like two weeks dang and that was sweet so i just lived there for two weeks and got to train there so that was really neat but yeah so i i didn't hit hit the ball a lot but because of that but yeah, yeah i mean it's, it was fun
0: and then, what did you play as far as a position?
2: uh I was center field and right field. We had a kid on the team, uh, Kate Overmiller. He plays here too. He played okay. center field. He's pretty good too.
0: So you guys, you kinda like kind of stacked.
2: Yeah, yeah, we had a good baseball <laughs> team. <too>. I think, <laughs> no yeah, kidding. we made it to state my junior year, senior, and no, not junior. Yeah, okay. Out of the three years I played, we didn't make it once. So. Okay, I can't gotcha. remember what year exactly though.
0: Okay, so then baseball, track.
2: Yeah, I ran track sophomore year,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I ran into Drake Relays, actually. Really? Yeah. It, it never, like, I can, uh, it was the Sprint Medley.
0: Okay, so You're too you big run to that? be
2: running sprints. I, know, well, I, I love 400s. I love running 400s. Okay, now, there's something like actually wrong. He's ben, a wrestler and he's running 400s. No one They're says just... they
0: like 400s.
2: I obviously like it sucks after. Like you hate it, but like <laughs> it feels good to just like do that. But yeah, I did that, and I can never really practice for it. And like I kind of felt bad when like I wouldn't practice, and then like I'm taking somebody else's spot. Mm-hmm. And oh sure. Here every day, and even though I might have been the better guy to run, but like, sure, he's there every day, and like. I don't want to do that so i ran, ran there and then did you guys
0: yeah.
2: win we got second Got second yep
0: show up to drake relays
2: get second yeah, get second. yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it was definitely a cool experience yeah glad i got to do it did so you- you're, you're hold on you're heavyweight now so yep. what, what were you weighing back then now now i'm curious yeah so my freshman year i was like weighing like 175 so i cut to 160 <clears throat> and yeah that was horrible and then <laughs> oh i stopped gosh. cutting after that because like i was just like well, that's a lot of weight—fifteen pounds. On yeah, a tight and like frame for anywhere. me, like I have a fast metabolism, so like I, I, it's like I don't know, it was hard. Tell me and about I was it. working out like probably like three times a day. If I had a wrestling practice, I was working out before my wrestling practice, then going to my wrestling practice, mm-hmm. and it was just. I don't know. It kind of like just took the fun out of it because I was just cutting mm-hmm. weight the whole time. Yeah. And so after that, I was like, I'm not cutting weight anymore. No cutting weight. I
1: remember in high school, there were dudes that would have like a Powerade bottle and just yeah. spitting into the Powerade bottle yeah. trying to lose like it's that just, kind of weight. Yeah. I mean,
2: it takes the fun out of it. Like just wrestle what you weigh. Yeah. You I know, mean, I, I, 225, 230, I'm wrestling heavyweight. Like, <laughs> I love that mentality. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And then after that, I wrestled, or I weighed 195 and then 220 my last two years. Wow. <sighs> Yep. That's be nice <laughs> yeah it was fun <laughs> was your, good
0: what
2: 6'3 uh yeah 6'3 like that's,
0: that's pretty tall for a wrestler yeah even at the heavyweight level uh-huh. yeah well it's
2: funny because like I'm in I go to the football room and like I'm kind of like an average guy there like because everybody's just like pretty big right? <laughs> right and then I go to the wrestling room and I'm like just a giant like, everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it's true. yeah it's kind of a weird mix but it's pretty so cool so
1: you're looking at YA black and yeah, yeah. And then you're gonna go look at Spencer Lee he he makes like Heidi <laughs> yeah
0: oh that's so funny.
1: yeah
2: it's awesome, though. It's cool. Best of both And then worlds. you're,
0: yeah, then you're running stairs with a 133 pounder. Yep. And you were just hanging out with a 300 pounder. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's <laughs> awesome. so
1: funny. Is there, is there a shift? Sorry, we, we, we really need to go back, but I keep thinking of things. You, you keep us on track and then I go on a little mm-hmm. spurt. Um, is there like a mentality shift? Because like we talked to Spencer, Spencer was just on. Okay. And he talked about like how this is just what I do. Like, yeah. I don't think of anything different, but I think there's a giant mentality difference between football and wrestling. Yeah. Like, do you feel that when you're playing football versus when you're wrestling?
2: Yeah. I'd say the one thing that like I can compare between uh, the two is linebackers at Iowa. And like, you know, this obviously like just like super hard hitting, like balls, I say just, Josie, like, Bovauer, yeah. Ben even those are the guys exactly. that I played with. And so like super, like, I don't know, just physical, aggressive and like just tough football. And then Iowa wrestling, they're like known for like super tough wrestling and like like very like I don't I don't know how to say it, but like just like wearing guys out and just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, and that's what they're known for. So I I'd say like that's like the same between the two, but like they're like two completely different Mm -hmm. sports. But
1: well, because obviously you're focused on like you got to have the four guys up front, you know, sucking up blocks so that way you can make the play right? right when you're in football. But you're right with the mentality. It's like, we just want to get them in the fourth quarter and then we're yeah. going to choke them out. Exactly. Wrestling, we want to give them a third period and we're going to choke them out, right? right. It's yeah. kind of the same exactly. thing. Yeah. <laughs> or before. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you did that a lot when you were in high school. I Choke did, them yeah. out before. But, yeah. uh, and then it's like, everybody's just watching you yeah. in wrestling. Like, that, how does I, how? I does was that? saying that
2: the other day, actually, because I wrestled on a uh, Monday and... That was my first match and I was crapping my pants. Like I was like so scared going out there and I'll admit it. Like it was I mean, it was cool. It was definitely a cool experience. But it's a little different when you have like ten other guys out there and you can kinda of, you're not blend in, but like you're just you're doing 10 your other part guys. of the of the eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like you go out there and wrestling, it's just you. <laughs> and, like it's just it was fun. It was sweet. Is there one that you favor? Uh I don't know. That's a tough question. I think during like football season, like I'd say football. It's whatever you're doing yeah, at the time. Like, so like right now it's wrestling season. So like I love wrestling, but like gotcha. I'll do it for a while and then I'll miss football. Mm-hmm. So then like that works out because we have spring ball right after the NCAA. So.
0: <laughs> you know what? We were just talking when Spencer was on. He was saying how his dad made him do cross country when he was in high school mm-hmm. because he didn't want him to do wrestling all year round because he yeah. wanted him to still be hungry for wrestling. So he didn't get burnt out.
2: Yeah. If I if I did wrestling year round, I probably wouldn't be wrestling right now. It's it's just like such a grind. Yeah. And, some people understand that and some people don't, and that's why a lot of kids get burnt out and stuff. So.
0: That is so interesting. Yeah.
2: I think that's why I, like I played so many sports cuz like I just I couldn't wrestle year round But yeah. like I love it. Like but I just couldn't do it year on. It's intense. And, yeah, it's Mentally, a lot. Mentally,
0: physically, I mean especially physically. It's
2: hard on your body. It's yeah. No
0: kidding. Huh. Um okay, so let's go back to I kind of want to go back to high school just to talk mm-hmm. about your recruitment process. Yeah. What was that like for you? you know, uh, like what? Pound per pound? Pound for pound the number one wrestler in the state, in the nation? Uh country, like
2: yeah. In the country. Yep.
0: And then okay. he was out
1: there for an award for best linebacker in the country, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean the final five
2: for the buccus, high school buckets. So it's yeah. like who wasn't calling? I guess is more probably. <laughs> well it's question. funny because so for wrestling, nobody really called me. What? Yeah. Did they all just anticipate you going yeah, to football? Like growing they're... up in Iowa City, like you're going to Iowa. Mm, like, they, okay. I think a lot of people, Like Penn State, like none of them, like even know, tried. I think Oklahoma State called me once, and the first thing they asked was, are you just going to Iowa? And I was like, no. Like, at first, like, I wanted to, like, kind of explore my options, but, like, I, I've always dreamed of going to <laughs> I Iowa. So I you was just, it, like, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to waste these coaches' time. And, and then, yeah, football was a little different. I didn't really get any football. I got my first offer after my first game junior year. Mm. And then after that, it kind of picked up. Who was uh, the first school? Do you remember? Uh it was Minnesota. Dang. Okay. Yeah. I was taking a nap. It was for tight end, actually.
0: Oh, my gosh. You got
2: hands? Yeah. I, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was, I was. yeah. I can't remember how fast I was going, but I was going pretty fast when I played, and they, like, clocked my speed or something, and that's what, that's why they offered me. Interesting. Yeah. Really?
0: You can't remember what the speed was?
2: No, I can't. I, I it's too slow. He doesn't want to talk about it. No, it was, like, 20 point <laughs> something. I can't remember. It was, I think it was, like, point eight or something, like, miles an hour. I don't know what it wow. was, but, yeah. Were you wearing a GPS thing or they just had They just clocked it like I could probably pull the clip up after. But because that clip actually uh, got me into the Under Armour game, too. And so, yeah,
1: bro. So you hold (laughs) up.
2: based off of a handheld or based off a clip of you running is what got. Yeah, they could they saw like my breakaway speed and like. They like that, I guess. And so, I was is that take, what they told you? Yeah,
1: that's wild. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so, I was taking a nap one day, and my coach called me and he's like, Hey, Minnesota's gonna offer you. And I, I started freaking out because, like, that's my first offer. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I think it was Iowa State next. And then, uh, Iowa. Iowa finally got on yeah. the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I committed as soon as they said, Ask if I wanted to come here. So, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. it, was, uh, it was a game day visit. And it was uh, Coach Ferrance Brian. And he just wanted me to be a hawk. And I was like, all right, I'm a hawk. Like,
0: (laughs) 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 we'll figure it out. We'll figure it
2: out (laughs) when I get here. But I'm just a hawk.
1: What was that discussion like going back to like the recruiting? so. Like did the brands talk to you along with Coach Ferrarians? Like how how did that even become Yeah, so become the brands like
2: so like I grew up in the Iowa wrestling room, like, because I went to a club there. So like I've always well, been then like, you knew Gable, so I'm sure yeah. like, so, that like that kinda Yeah. So I was talking to brands like for a while and just because I was always like there at club practice or something. And so I was he was definitely he, he was the one who reached out first and then and then like I started talking to the football staff and stuff like that. But it was definitely wrestling that reached out first and there wasn't like a crazy mix like both of their things were just like we want you to be a hawk. So.
0: Really. Yeah. So we'll
2: find a way to make it happen. Yeah. That's basically yep. it. Yep. And like it's not bad if I like stop wrestling and play football and like if I stop playing football and wrestle like they just they just want me to be a hawk.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. And it's happened before, but I think it was what back in like 70s 80s. Yeah. It's been a long time. It was yeah. Sindlinger, yep. like, and there was one other heavyweight, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories about him. But Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah.
0: sure. And have you ever have you gotten to talk to any of those guys? About? I
2: haven't. no. Because I'm pretty be sure sweet.
0: a few. I don't want to say. I think it was this season we had Bark back. Okay. And I talked to him, and I was like, "Oh, we got another guy." And maybe it was last season, but
2: okay. I don't know. You should get yeah. in touch
0: with him just to like, yeah, no, kind of yeah, cool. just
2: kind of pick his brain a little bit, yeah, see how, he, how he did while he's here.
0: Yeah, obviously it's I mean a little bit different now. Yeah, and time's changing. Yeah, all of that with NIL, which is just crazy. Yeah, it's a whole other conversation itself. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, like yeah, <laughs> I was talking to her on the way here, and it was. It was like, okay, so you're, like she said, pound for pound, one of the best wrestlers, uh-huh. right? And then you're one of the best linebackers. And you come to Iowa, and you're behind Jay Higgins, yeah. who uh, he tied Andre Davis, is that right? Or yeah. did he break? I, I can't remember if he officially broke it or not. Uh, You know, tackles in a season. Yeah. So, like, you're going to sit behind, <laughs> yeah. behind him, right? Just like he sat behind Jack Campbell. Right. And then you come here and obviously the gambling stuff like with Cassiopeia and whatever, yeah. which we don't need to go down that path. But it's like you probably didn't anticipate wrestling right away. No. Or did you? So it's like to be the best of your position and to still come to a school that you knew you weren't going to play right away. I yeah. feel like that's something that doesn't happen these days.
2: Yeah. Well, it's definitely tough because like I see like because I have friends like all over the country like playing ball and like I see them getting reps and like I see them playing and like I want that, you know, so it's like tough. Well, yeah, to you're see a competitor because you yeah. want to go compete. For and sure. like it's, I say this to everybody, but like it's super weird from like going from the man in high school to just being like another guy at the roster.
0: Matt just said that. Yeah. <laughs> Way here. Really? Yes. Yeah. He's like, that's the shift.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely humbling. And I, I loved it. It was, it was great. It's probably the best thing for me. And, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's great being, being under Jay. I was, sure.
1: I was remember I'm not going to call the player out, but like we were sitting and doing training table. Yeah. And, um, he was like pointing up because they were watch- They were doing highlights, and he mm-hmm. was a young guy. Yeah, and uh, I think it was Bob Sanders had like a pick six or something like that. And he goes, "Oh, that reminds me of my play that I had against da 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 da." I was like, "So you're like the man?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, that's why we all got here."
2: Yeah, everybody here
1: is. Like, hey, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so different how that happens. Yeah, you know.
0: Looking to update your home with a remodel, new addition, or new build? Contact MJC Carpentry, a local and reliable contractor with over 10 years of experience based in North Liberty, Iowa. MJC Carpentry's highest priority is crafting a perfectly tailored home. Visit their website www.mikajconstruction.com to learn more. And for a free estimate and consultation, don't hesitate to call 319-461-4786.
1: Locally owned and operated, Performance is a full-service restoration company serving Eastern Iowa. As an IICRC-certified firm, their multi-licensed technicians have decades of experience in water, mold, and fire mitigation. Whether it's your home or business, this is the team you want in a time of need. Performance Restoration. Call 319-626-2292. Are you looking for a website that boosts your online presence and showcases your brand? Look no further than Digital Boost, locally owned and operated website company that delivers high quality websites at affordable prices. Whether you need a simple landing page, a full-fledged e-commerce site, or custom-tailored marketing solutions, Digital Boost has you covered. Contact them today and get a free quote by emailing Curtis at digitalboostia.com. Digital Boost, the website company that gives you a boost.
0: Rest easy when you have the Bugman's top-rated defense protecting your home and business. Providing maintenance and prevention treatments for any problem. Call today for a free quote, 563-554-BUGS. You'll also receive a 15% discount off your first treatment if you mention the podcast, Bugman Pest Control, proudly serving the Hawkeye State since 2008. The Appliance Barn offers a wide range of high-quality appliances at unbeatable prices. Whether you're in the market for a new refrigerator, dishwasher, or washing machine, they've got you covered. They also have a delivery and setup department to ensure your appliances get delivered and installed quickly. To find out more, visit appliancebarn.com. We were talking to Quinn Schulte when he was on here, and he was saying how, um, like, the Iowa defense is so complex, like the system and everything. He's like, it does take, he said it was probably good for him to sit for Mm -hmm. a year or two and then really have that, like, breakout season because he finally understood it. He was able to, like, Watch the games and um, you know pick guys' brains and and really watch film and kind of be in like immersed in it Mm -hmm. and then really have the opportunity to get out there. Do you feel like that's kind of it plays to your favor to be able to sit behind guys like Jay? Yeah,
2: well, and like playing Mike, like I also have to like know everything because like I'm getting people set up and I'm getting people in their spots and I gotta I just gotta know everything pretty much. Mm -hmm. So it's tough, but uh, I'm I'm actually locker buddies with Jay, so yeah, I pick his brain all the time. I probably annoy him a little too much, but. (laughs) <laughs> he's a great sport about it. And yeah. He's a funny dude. He
1: came on early on in the season.
2: Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. He's a different dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <great>. he's, <laughs> he's awesome. <funny>. He's great. <laughs> he always wants to wrestle me. It's the funniest thing ever. He wants to wrestle <laughs> you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but he does.
0: Well, who was on when they were talking about? Um, was it Cade? Yeah. Cade McMurray was on. And he was uh, saying yes. that, like, some of the linemen just like went over to. Some building where they have the track facility has like wrestling mats somewhere. Uh And they just like went over and started wrestling. He's like, what is going on? Have you done that?
2: No, I haven't (laughs) yet. It's crazy to like see how many guys on the football team like love wrestling. Like they get so Mm -hmm. into it. And well, it's cool to see.
1: Well, it's in like kind of plays into the multi-sport in high school. And then usually, obviously, as yeah. you know, most people have to pick one like Tristan Wurst, Tyler Linderbaum, mm-hmm. like some of the dudes that are around here were also really good wrestlers. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of parallels between the two, like as far as like your hands and stuff like in wrestling like you have to hand fight and so like that re- translates really well to football mm-hmm. so and just like little things like that that just like
1: understanding leverage understanding yeah you're gonna use knowing guys, all that yeah, yeah
2: exactly and like so you don't really have to practice it because i'm I'm doing it in wrestling right and so like it just comes natural
0: so let's talk about the the coaching differences yeah. Coach Ferentz, <laughs> yeah this is he's so chill and yep. probably a little different at practice obviously we don't see that i yeah. don't see that side um but i'm set what
1: bounce up bounce yep. up yep oh <laughs> <Keep going.
2: laughs>
0: i don't know that um yeah. anyway but just like on the sideline he kind of tries to to keep it in check right? yeah he's, he's not super emotional unless it's a really bad call then you might see him mm-hmm. get a little fired up but like he really is like reserved then you have the brands yeah. or it's like it's a part of their thing like it's yeah. their shtick it's their personality it's like part of the entertainment of the duel yeah. right or like wherever they are and so it's like the difference is there of mm-hmm. like it's wrestling's a spectacle. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of part of it. It's Spencer like the talked the about ar- that too. Yeah. It's like the man in the arena. It's kind of yeah. the point where it's like coach Ference kind of expects a little bit different out of you mm-hmm. guys where it's like, do your job. Yeah. Kind of Play whatever. close like, to the
2: vest. Yep.
0: Just talk about the coaching differences there and what that's like. Yeah.
2: I mean, so like obviously like they both, both those coaches like really care about their, about their sport. Right. Mm-hmm. But they show it, show it a little differently. Like Tom, super. And Terry. I'd say, like, all the coaches, honestly, but, like, Tom and Terry, like, super outgoing, like, just, like, super aggressive, and, like, that's <laughs> that's just how they're wired, mm-hmm. and so, like, that's super cool to see. I think we, we were at Nebraska last week, and uh, there's, like, a horrible call, and, like, Tom got up on the stage and, like, started banging, like, the stairs <laughs> and stuff, and I was just sitting there looking at him in awe of, like, this is awesome and stuff, but, yeah, I mean, Ferentz, he's definitely a lot more, like, I wouldn't say laid back, but, like, has a plan, sticks to it, like expects you to show up, do the easy things, do the little things. And like, I think what he always, he always says, uh, I don't know, we can get anybody in the street to come here to show up to workouts on Mm, time. Doesn't require talent. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I, I think he wants us to be like really good at those things and then everything else will follow.
1: Well, one of the things that most people talk about, and obviously you've only been there for a semester. Yeah. But one of the main themes is like, he wants us to be better people when we yeah. leave the program mm-hmm. and you're going to win football games along the way if you've yeah. got a bunch of good people in the building not For to sure. say that the brands don't do that they just show it differently you know yeah. they're going to get on the mat i mean i've seen plenty of videos and what were we watching was that on the big 10 network where they like dove into the brands yeah
0: probably i
1: can't remember what yeah, it was i think
0: so
1: it was like a brands documentary or something yeah i just watched it yeah like how they get down mm-hmm. and like do everything else it's i think that's just kind of like the iowa way not only yeah. that but i think a lot of schools have to deal with the instability of coaches yeah and now you're you're playing for two very long tenured coaches yeah. i feel like that's pretty
2: cool yeah no it's yeah i don't know it was crazy like i was saying about nebraska like i was putting on like my iowa gear and stuff and there's i have all these stories for football too but i was putting on my iowa wrestling gear and i looked over to patrick kennedy i was like i've been watching iowa wrestling since i was like six seven eight years old And like i'm putting on the gear i'm putting on the warm-up squat there and it just it doesn't feel real to be honest oh, same with the football yeah, <laughs> yeah. Swarm. it's like insane mm.
0: that's yeah. so wild yeah um okay so then you you just mentioned that you you get to step out on the mat mm-hmm. like, like a, right now as we're recording it was about a week ago yeah that was insane. Yeah. I told Matt I was like the last time I heard Carver that loud for a single wrestler to come out, not even like do anything yet, just walk out of the tunnel was when Spencer Lee was there. Yeah. It was unbelievable and the place wasn't even like packed no, at yeah. the time like because it was
2: like bad weather or something like yes, that. So yeah. Just, yeah.
0: But it was like it was unbelievably loud. People were so pumped and I was actually <laughs> I just finished what I was doing, stepped back into the into the tunnel like gonna go get my bag and stuff and you were back there kind of mm-hmm. like getting ready and i think yeah. Sorensen was with you kind of yep. helping you get ready and um you looked a little nervous you're pacing oh, back yeah. and forth. You were, <laughs> i was like and i walked back because it was between you and, and another guy who was gonna wrestle right yeah had, bradley yeah yep. bradley got it and um i walked back there and i saw you and i was like oh yeah <laughs> he's about to step out there but yep. so i had to hang around i'm like i gotta watch this yeah. but um what was that like I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit it was insane yeah
2: it was hold on i want to
1: back up i'm mm-hmm. gonna cut you off what was the moment like when he told you you were going to wrestle? Mm.
2: Yeah, so I'll start there. So <laughs> we were at Nebraska. It was Friday, I believe. And so their heavyweight, actually, he was a football player, too, this year. That like Nash, Huttmacher, or whatever. Okay. He played uh, D-line for him. He's a gotcha. big boy. Like He's pretty good at fo- <laughs> Like, he's really good at football. And so he's he, he was their guy that night. And we thought the duel was, like, going to be closer and stuff. So Tom was just telling me and Bradley, like, hey, be ready. I don't know who's going yet. So they truthfully don't know when you both yeah. go out to the mat. Yeah. I thought that like they had a plan. They just put no, two yeah. to, I'm sure to they, confuse like them. Some duels, I'm sure it's like that. But like, yeah, he was just like, <laughs> be ready. Both <laughs> you be so ready. Weird. So we both weigh in. We both warm up. Like we're both getting ready. And he, uh, he comes up to me and he's like, you want the match? It was at like 197. And I was like. Like, frick, yeah, of course I want the match. Get the like, bleep button ready. Yeah. Sorry, but, but uh, and he's like, all right, you're going. And then saw, like, I'm like, sweet, get my headphones on. And that like, was it, just do you want it? Yeah. And, like, I don't know, it's, like, a hard question to, like, answer, because, like, obviously I want to go and wrestle. Yeah. But, yeah, so that, that was cool. And then we win 197, so, like, we sealed the duel or whatever. Like, they couldn't come back. And then Bradley went out there, and he's like, you're going Monday, your home crowd. I was like, sweet. Wow. So I knew for a couple of days that I was going to go.
0: Okay. You were a little prepared. Okay. Yeah. So then were those days leading up pretty nervous? Or were Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> okay. I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. So I love that you admit that because most guys would be like, no, nah, I was ready to go. No, yeah. You
2: know? <laughs> I mean, I was ready to go, but like I have no problem admitting like I was
1: nervous. Yeah. But yeah. That's because he cares. That's yeah. one of the things yeah. is like, I think nervousness can be misconstrued, but mm-hmm. like it just means you care about what you're about to go Yeah,
2: through. exactly. And I, I asked all the guys, I talked to Spencer, I talked to like all the older guys. They said their first match in Carver, it's like... They just die. Different. Yeah. They Every year. And they could have four months of training and like, they just die. It's a little <laughs> different <laughs> when they I have two die. weeks. Like just like, every, like just tired, like exhausted, oh, like yeah. mentally, Oh, because you're so like, hyped from like. Yeah. Just everybody all of it. In, yeah. Sure. Just everything. Like they, they always say like first match. That's how it goes. I huh. even talked to Ironside the other day. He said that too. Really?
1: Yeah. So unfortunately I wasn't at the meet because when she works, I end up watching both
2: kids at home. Okay. So did you die? Yeah, <laughs> I was tired. I, t- I, was, I was tired walking out to that. <laughs> oh, no. I, but it was so cool. It was so fun. I, uh, yeah, I definitely had to kind of grow up here and just win the match, just get it done. And that wasn't pretty, and I was pretty upset with how like I competed or not competed, but wrestled, performed. Because like I'm big on performance. Like I don't care so much like if I win or lose, but like if I'm working on something for this long and like I, I want to be able to go out and hit it or something like that. Like I just want to perform well. More technique, so than yeah, like and just like stuff. look good. Like, I'm more like worried about how I look and like how my wrestling looks. And like, I know if it looks good, I'm probably gonna win the match, yeah. So, I, yeah, I was not happy with my performance that night. Do you watch a lot of tape? Yeah, I watch a good amount, not a lot on like other people, like myself, more so. But okay. well, I feel like you can only control you, yeah, exactly. Like, but like, it's also good to know like what a guy's gonna do. Like, I knew that Minnesota guy, like, he was gonna be all underhooks to my left side, and I didn't stop it at all. <laughs> so I was pretty upset about that and like it's just tough like working on something like that for like a day or two like knowing like okay this so is what he's going to do like stick to your game plan but like just be aware that he's going to do this. And then he comes out and does it the whole match so like I mean it just kind of <laughs> doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. And, and like you- I don't know why I didn't stop it but like I just didn't.
0: Yeah. Well, um Came out with the win.
2: That's how. Yeah, nice. yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather learn to win than learn a cool and learn and lose yeah. or a loss. I'd say the hardest part was like when I was warming up. Is like I had like five or six cameras like just right in my face.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Like back in the tunnel. Did you want to like muscle? Yeah, I want to like <laughs> get out of here. I'm trying to warm up. Like leave me alone. And uh,
0: they were all over you. That's yeah. what I, but that's what I was saying when I walked back there. I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> this is what happening. is
1: what is obviously when you warm up for football, like y'all do it as a team and yeah. like all that stuff. What is like when he tells you, like, "Hey, your match is coming up. Like, how many matches earlier do you have to warm up? What does your warm up look like?" Like, I have no idea what any yeah, of that stuff is. Yeah, so it's is. a little
2: different for everybody. It's so like obviously, like Drake being the one twenty five, like he has to warm up pretty early, right? And so uh, usually, we, what I, I mean, usually, I'm in my first year, so like I'm still kind of figuring <laughs> things out a little sure. bit at the college level, at least. But uh, what I, what I, what we've been doing is I weigh in or I weigh in, then like warm up, kind of like get a like good sweat. And then just chill, watch two matches, and then I go up in, uh, like, the restroom room and just kind of sit on the couch, just watch me, like, just chill. And then uh, at, remi- at uh, intermission is when, like, I go again a little bit, like, kind of just, like. So but I just you. It's not like somebody else. is working. No, yeah, like, I'm warming up with somebody. So oh, okay. that's usually, like, probably, like, four or five matches before my match. And then, uh, so I do that, and then I kind of still, like, or not, I sit, like, relax, just chill. And then, like, probably, like, a match or two before, like, I get up and start, like, walking around, just kind of moving. Just like blood going, you know, yeah, pacing. yeah. But I was tired. Like I was doing that before my match Monday, and like I was tired of doing that. Like it was. I was like, "Something's up. This th- should not be feeling like this right now."
0: Yeah, the adrenaline. I'm yeah. sure
2: just gets you. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Is had, Sorry, go ahead.
0: You had a lot of your football teammates. Yeah, that were there. How it's cool funny because like they
2: all text. My phone was like before the duel was like just like exploding. Like you going tonight? Like you going? You going? Dang. And like I don't know, like. I just, I just shut it off. I shut my phone off. I, <laughs> <laughs> you just said nobody. Yeah. Well, like, it's tough. Wow. Like, I told my parents and, like, I told my close family, but, like, I didn't want to, like, I don't know. Like, I wanted to focus on the wrestling match. Like, I didn't want to have to worry about that. And I, I told uh, Coach Wallace, too, because he wanted to be there for my first, first mm-hmm.
1: match.
0: That's cool. So, uh, cool. yeah, I let
2: him know. And he was there. He came in uh, when I was warming up and stuff. And, yeah, that was awesome. But, yeah, I just shut my phone off, just, like, completely, like, just chilled. And then, uh, Saws Wrestling. <laughs> I get my hand raised and I like see out of the corner of my eye, like a bunch of dudes on the mat, and I'm like, Oh, that, those are the football guys. Yeah. And, like I didn't realize how close they were to the mat. Like John Nestor, <laughs> like was probably five feet from the <laughs> Minnesota coaches. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. it was insane. It was so cool. That's gotta be unbelievable. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. It's it's yeah, it's sweet. Like the whole football season, like everybody's like, I'm coming to the first meet. I'm coming to the first meet. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to watch you wrestling so like it's cool. Like it's it's awesome. Well, I think
1: it speaks more. Not just like, I mean, obviously it's, it's kind of like a family, like at Iowa and yeah. what I was alluding to earlier, cause I want you to like be successful people. But I think it also says what your teammates think about you if they're willing to come and yeah. and support you and like talking to you about it and be like, hey, you know, we no, want to be yeah. there coach Wallace making the, you know, yeah. the extra stop out there to make sure, you know, like all that stuff is really cool. And I think it speaks to what you're doing, because obviously you weren't playing a ton. Jay Higgins is out yeah. there. And so to have your teammates respond that way, I think is really cool.
2: Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing, like as far as football went and wrestling is like I found my role and that was to be mm-hmm. the best scout team linebacker I can be. So the offense gets a really good look. And mm-hmm. that was my role. And I was the best at it. So.
1: I mean, that's, that, that's the right mentality. That's like, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's, that's, where, that's, that's what, that's what I was like.
2: If find your role and be the best at that role. And that's what I did.
0: So good. Matter yeah. of fact. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
0: awesome. Um, okay. I had somewhere where I wanted to head. Now I can't remember
1: what it was. I told you, you used to. You keep on track. I just.
0: Yeah, I know, but you keep diverting me. <laughs> just a keep lot going today. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Okay, so obviously your schedule is pretty insane. Yeah. You got a lot going on. Do you even have any time for anything else? Like hobbies, anything like that? Not
2: really. Uh, I like to play video games, but like I just don't really video have gamer. time. Gamer.
0: Oh wait, I just saw something. Did you lose a bet with real?
2: No, we. Were, <laughs> 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 so yeah, much fewer of people were crap for that. We were sitting in the locker room before uh, Wade's and real is just talking and saying how he was like the best COD player in the NCA. So I was For like, I'm, those gonna, those I'm listening right COD is call of duty. Yeah. yeah right, call of duty. And, uh, I'm like, I'm going to post this on Twitter. Like, just see. And it got like 300 likes or something <laughs> like that. Just something stupid.
0: I thought maybe you lost to him and that was no. bet. like, you had to post.
2: Yeah. Right? I saw like a comment. Somebody said, uh, somebody has his phone or he lost a bet. And I was like, no. Nope.
0: <laughs> just being a good teammate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Probably yeah. yeah.
2: Like... No, yeah. It was, it was funny.
0: Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of different um, personalities in wrestling.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh, 100%. Yeah. How does
0: that how does that work in a wrestling room? Are you guys pretty close? I mean, with football, I mean, obviously, guys are coming from a lot of different backgrounds. Yeah. So I think football mentality is pretty, like, across the board, whereas wrestling, Mainly I because mean, it's
1: more of a team sport, maybe. I suppose,
0: yeah. But in wrestling, it's like, you've got, I mean, just guys that I'm thinking of with different personalities, like, Austin DeSanto versus, uh, yeah. you know, you like, got, Spencer, like Lee. Spencer Lee. Yeah. Like just totally two different, people, different yeah. mentalities. Yeah. So, like, how does that work in the room?
2: Yeah. I'd say there's, it's very similar to football as far as like your boys with everybody, like you're cool with everyone. But like once practice starts, like you're there to hmm.
1: be the guy yeah. kill that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> we'll go.
2: And so there's, there's definitely parallels between the two as far as that goes. But yeah, it's, it's a world of difference between the two as far as like the people and stuff. Like, I'm sure you know, but like before games, like in the locker room, like it's just like dead silent. Mm-hmm. Dead silent. Like it's like, I would compare it to like a funeral or something. Like, but like not that <laughs> kind of, not yeah. like that kind of like. No, yeah, yeah. When you come like back, every, in, yeah, after everybody's the just up. laser focused. Like mm-hmm. just laser focused. When kids like, going out ground and giving handshakes. Yeah. Yeah. And like exactly. everybody's just like here. Yeah. Like, and you don't want to be that one kid, like just like kind of screwed around. <laughs> just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody's just laser focused. But like wrestling, like we just like before duels, like we're just chilling, like everybody was just talking, playing video games. We play like Madden Mobile, like so, <laughs> just like to see the difference. Interesting. And like it's like yeah, and I mean obviously like we're both really good. I think wrestling we're ranked third right now, so just kind of like see the difference in how people operate. It's definitely pretty cool. Yeah,
0: totally.
1: I, different I think ones. it goes to show too that like there are multiple ways. You know, the saying is there's multiple ways to skin a cat. But like yeah. if you if the guys at the top set an expectation. And that expectation is followed as long as they're going in the right direction i feel like they can bring everybody with them regardless yeah. whether you're the like the stoic kf of right. like i'm not going to get too high or too low yeah or the tom and terry brains that might end up wrestling the official
2: if something goes yeah, wrong exactly. <laughs> yeah you know? no yeah there's definitely a good balance for sure
0: mm, okay so i guess what is your oh this is what i was going to ask before so then you get done with football Right. And then it's like, you go right into wrestling and you had missed a couple things for wrestling, right?
2: Yeah. I missed like the first, like half of the season as far as like wrestling goes, because it started probably two, three months ago. Yeah. But I was still like practicing a little bit. Like it was super long days because like football were mornings. Mm -hmm. So I was up at like, probably like five for that ever, just every morning, like just Mm -hmm. everybody was. And then I'd have class after that. And that's like probably like from 11 to like one or two. And then I'd have wrestling at three some days. Like right this was right before like the bowl game. And so I'd have wrestling at three, the meetings at five. Mm-hmm. And then by then, I'm just like, I was wiped out. Yeah. Wiped out. And so, yeah, I miss, I miss, missed the first half of the season. And then after the bowl game, I flew back the next day and I got off the plane and I went to practice. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I literally got gosh. off the plane and went to practice. So. Yeah, you wired differently. <laughs> <laughs> is- well, I wasn't even going to. I was uh, driving back to the dorms and I saw my friend uh, Gabe Arnold, mm-hmm. another, another yeah. freshman, great wrestler. And uh, I was like, yo, where are you going? He's like, oh, we got practice. I was like, all right, I bet. turn the car around. Went to, went to Carver.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So then I guess for me, it felt like this, it was like immediately we saw you at the bowl game and then immediately here you are wrestling in Carver. Yeah. Obviously we didn't, you know, I didn't see you in between that time. Right. So it felt like, oh my gosh, he just like hopped right back into it. Was it hard for you to get into wrestling shape? Because it's got to be kind of two different things, right? Football yeah. shape and wrestling shape. I
2: definitely say uh, the coaches in wrestling did like a really good job of like easing me into it. Mm. And like making sure, like it wasn't too much, but I also wasn't doing too little. So, like, when I during football season, when I was doing wrestling practices too, like one day I'd do like 45 minutes, and then the next day, if I came in again, it would be like 55 minutes or like 60. And mm. like an hour and fifteen, an hour and a half, and then it just kept going. So I was just building on it, and yeah, they're they're just super good about like keeping me healthy and like just making sure I was. They didn't just like throw me to the wolves right away, pretty much. But well, it seems really
1: interesting because like football is more of like an aerobic sport. Like it's, it, I mean, it's quick sprints, which you could yeah. argue is anaerobic, but mm-hmm. you're not just flexing for. S- seven minutes yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know like wrestling is like you're a little bit hunched over but then like you're grabbing somebody for another two and a half yeah like it's that to me is always interesting of like how differently the demands of the sport are yeah 100
2: yeah the, my first couple practices back I was definitely they're pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty rough and so but yeah it's all good I love it
0: how about let's see if there's like a, a young athlete that's listening to this right now and they're like, wow, I want to be a dual sport athlete, mm-hmm. like it's doable. I can do that too. What would your biggest advice be?
2: My biggest advice? Mm-hmm. Don't listen to other people.
0: Ooh, that's a really good one. I was going to ask you about yeah, that too. So hold to that yourself. thought. People <laughs> immediately when you said I'm going to do wrestling and football, people exploded with he can't do that. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way he's going to be able to do that. Mm. What did you think of that?
2: Well, I mean, people are wired differently, but like with how I'm wired, I was like, all right, game on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. It's a challenge. Yeah. Um, we'll going to do it. You don't think I'm going to do it. All right. Well, I did it, so I'm going to keep doing it. But it was, uh, yeah, don't listen to people. Mm, just to kind of have like your group, small group, and listen to those people. You have a pretty
0: small circle? Yeah. Okay.
2: That's just something like always like coaches preach growing up, like. Big circle, you just get pulled too many directions. Like you got to have small circle. So, Are you an office fan? Do uh, you watch The Office? Uh, I've seen clips you I don't, don't really, really have watch
0: time it. for that, Matt. I
2: was <laughs> gonna say the inner circle, <laughs> You're D'Angelo.
0: No,
1: no. <laughs> don't that. worry about it yeah. go, go watch the office. yeah I will. <laughs> <laughs> <He's
2: busy. laughs>
0: well very good well Ben thank you so much yeah this was guys. awesome this was yeah. so so good well we wish you the best of luck in the rest of wrestling yeah. season and then we'll see you in spring ball
2: heck yeah it never see stops you, for yeah. you yeah. <laughs> nope always on the grind <laughs> right. thanks Ben thank you guys